like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We have a live show tonight. So I do promise we are live. I do apologize for last week's uh, last minute replay with uh, Jennifer. I'm, I'm so grateful to Jennifer Vino and Voices um, for, you know, asking me to, granting permission to play a replay. I'm not sure how many of you know, but my stepfather passed away last Thursday. And so it was quite uh, a real uh, emotional day, but obviously not not a time to, to do the live show as I had intended. It was quite sudden. And um, so I, I do appreciate all of you for the kind words and the comments and the extensions of love that you showed. I, it means a lot to me. And, you know, it's it, doing this work, doing the mediumship and the intuitive work. It's, uh, you know, we deal with death. We deal with death of the physical. And as much as we always want to say, but spirit lives on they, they really do and it's remarkable to to see and uh, next week I'll talk about the experience and go into it more and because there were some amazing miracles that happened as well but um and it was great to see my family I just wish it had been under you know more positive and uplifting circumstances but I'm so grateful not all of us get a chance to to say goodbye to our loved ones so I am really truly grateful for that and and again, thank you guys for being so patient. And we have a very, very special show tonight. And I can't wait to talk about it because, you know, in regards to this, uh, what we're going to talk about and our guest tonight in studio, you know, it's just this big epidemic that's happening. And, and we have someone who is really taking uh, a personal movement forward to to helping with this. And uh, But before I get to that, you know how it goes. I have to always kind of uh, give you the laundry list of things that are happening going on here in LA. Um, I am so excited. This weekend, I have a guest practitioner in my studio this weekend. It is Kelly. She is actually doing a Reiki 1 certification. So Reiki is a form of energy healing, and it is non-touch, usually just uh, through the palms, a little bit extended away. And she's it's a full-day workshop on Sunday. And if you've ever wanted to explore energy, how it works, the healing effects, I highly recommend her. She's unbelievable. She's a master spiritual teacher. I've known her for many, many years. Um, um, and, and she's so gifted that I, I know this is going to be a beautiful workshop right in the heart of L.A. So uh, if you're interested, take a look. Uh, I think there's still room in the, in the course. You know, sign up for that one day. Treat yourself. Treat yourself to a day of understanding and learning energy, okay? And then I have a circle starting up. You know, I always do these development circles, and I, and I always wait till someone asks me for them. 
And this one, we didn't wait too long. I had three people in one day said, when are we having the next circle? So we're having it. And it starts this Tuesday night. It is in LA. It's four Tuesday nights. And I, I work on various topics with you. How to make your connection to spirit stronger. We work on psychic work, intuitive work, working on your clairs, working on, you know, how to enhance your connection and your gift. And you really get to meet amazing people. And it's already pretty full but I think there's a space or two left. So, you know, if you're in LA and you're really looking for that safe place to study and learn, please come out and and join us so you can sign up. And uh, I'm getting ready to do a lot of mediumship demonstrations. I'm so excited and getting ready to hit a lot of my favorite places. I'm going to Orange County. I'm going to be at Awakenings and that is like February 9th. It's coming right up and I got to tell you, nothing is greater than a a night of mediumship when you're connecting and connecting loved ones and the energy and the laughter and the tears. And we we have a beautiful, beautiful time. So if you're in Orange County, you know, sign up. I'll be right there. Awakenings in Vision and Dreams is beautiful, beautiful space. They just redid it. So we're going to have an amazing time. And then uh, the last two things that I want to kind of mention before diving in, I'm going back to Florida in the month of February. It's back-to-back, Orlando, St. Petersburg. So Orlando is at the venue. I was there, oh gosh, September, I think, or amazing, amazing time. It's so much fun there. And if you're in Orlando, it would be a great, great night. And then the next night, so if you're not in Orlando, but you're near St. Petersburg, I get to work with two of my my good, good friends. Mark David is a sound healer. So some of you got to see him in LA, but uh, you know, he actually has a place in Florida, a place in New York. He travels around the world. So we're going to get together with another good friend of mine, Lindsay Marino. She's a medium. And the three of us are going to do a night of healing, a night of messages, a night of connection. So it's going to be amazing. So there's a lot of stuff coming up. And so I'm really, really looking for, I have so much coming up. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm like, okay, Colbs, it's the new year. Fasten the seatbelt. Let's do it. Um, but I also want to, so tonight we're, we're going to talk a bit about bullying, um, the epidemic of it. So if you have a story that you want to share or something that you're going through, give us a call at 323-992-3115, 323-992-3115. I won't be doing mediumship readings tonight, so just know that. Um, but if you have a question about a, a situation that you're going through that, may involve bullying or something that helped you or a mentor that came along or just something that you want to share with us. Um, I'd love to, to hear from you. Okay. So, so give us a call and, uh, we'll, we'll see, uh, we'll see if we can help somehow in no way at all. Is this episode intended to substitute, uh, a diagnosis or healing in, in that regard, you know, always seek professional help, please. It's, it's imperative that you do, but this is really more about opening up the topic, more opening up what is happening and how can we each make a difference in changing 
changing the perception of how young adults see themselves and the building of self-confidence, building a self-esteem so that if someone does this cyberbullying, sends a mean text, does something negative, that it doesn't impact that teen so severely that they, they really contemplate taking their own life. Because nothing is more tragic than someone feeling like they don't belong here, all right? And uh, so I have the absolute perfect guest in studio for that tonight. She is so incredible and truly a passionate pioneer of uh, helping teens with that self-esteem. She is an awarded educator, a journalist, actually. She's written a book. She's a motivational speaker, and she's the author of the critically acclaimed book, uh, it's on Amazon, actually, Out of the Transylvania Night, A Story of Tyranny, Freedom, Love, and Identity, which is uh, a memoir in some parts. So we're going to go into that a little bit, too. But before I keep talking and talking and talking, I really want to give a warm welcome to my guest tonight, the founder, editor, publisher of CBON Magazine, Aura Imbaras. Hi, Aura. <laughs> Hello, Colby. Thank Hi. you so much for having me. Yes. With you tonight. Oh, so excited. It's really, so truly. great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're quite the busy bee, I see, yes? <laughs> Aren't we all? You know, oh, especially you. in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. So you have this magazine, CBON. Here, look, there you go. We have, it, uh, we have a screenshot, too. It'll probably be prettier than me holding it. But um, that's cute. We should take a picture of that. Oh, that that's yeah, cute. I like we'll have it. to do exactly. that. That's our it. January edition. There we Correct. go. Yes, I was in it. I know. Look who has, you know, her name on the cover. Yay. Okay, yes, I'm on right the cover. Look at that right there. See? <laughs> <laughs> but I love this. So th this magazine is Live, Love, Inspire. Absolutely. What inspired you to start this mm. magazine? Wow, it's a long story. So okay, well, how about the cliff notes? <laughs> Can we do the, the, the cliff, cliff notes? notes? Yes. Absolutely. So I, do be, I truly believe that, you know, whenever you start an idea or a project, it's because you have been going through something similar. So in 2013, I took a very interesting trip to see John of God in Brazil. And so when I came back, uh, the idea of See Beyond, the title, yes. just came to me. Oh. And I was sitting in a coffee shop and I had no clue what to do with it. You know, so I wrote it down, See Beyond, Live, Love, Inspire. I wrote it down and probably after a year or so I went and I trademarked and still didn't know what to do with it. Well, during those years, I was going also through some sorts of a research. My mom passed away in 2009, so I couldn't really let go of her. And at the same time, um, two of my friends, very close friends, one committed suicide in 2008 and another one committed suicide in 2012. We might have to do a medium reading tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, between 2007 and 2015, um, the number of teen girls doubled yes. committed suicide, and 30% it went up for teen boys. Wow. So um, then, all of a sudden, we started having uh, trainings for suicide, how to recognize people that are dealing with the signs of potentially taking their own lives. So I think that whenever you come to the idea that you would have to have a training done for that, that pretty much means that we are dealing with a serious problem. Yeah, we, we are. And and I think, too, the the thing with um, 
So just for everybody who knows at home, see beyond that the intention or the purpose is to help build Mm self-esteem and confidence in teens. And is it particularly teen women or or just all teens? Well, we have three categories. We have teens, young minds, Uh and young at heart adults because we didn't want to exclude anybody. Right. Because I really noticed that the issues that teens are trying to work through they are very similar to what adults have been going through. So it's it's like a cycle of life. Yes. You know, we're coming, you know, into our teens mode once again as we reach, you know, like 70. We are acting like kids. We're dealing with the same mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an ongoing process. That's why we didn't really want to limit it to only teens. But that's what inspired us. Wow. And and the thing, too, is it, it it's becoming more and more difficult because... I don't know if there's just these telltale signs anymore mm-hmm. because I think people are becoming so good at hiding their Absolutely. emotions and feelings. Um, you know, I remember growing up that there'd be a sign that they're giving away, you know, a loved one will be starting to give away things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's not always the case or that they'll seem like they're depressed when in reality they, these kids are kind of putting on a happy face. Absolutely. Um and there's so many stories, and we'll kind of go into it a little bit. And maybe if you have, you know, just in, in your research and what mm-hmm, you do, the mm-hmm. advice that you have, um, it will it will help. Look, I just noticed on the cover we have coffee, blood, fuel for thought, and I have coffee <laughs> with Kobe. So I love that. It This was so meant to be, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, the thing is, is I love that you are making this your life purpose, you know? Well, I've been an educator for more than 20 years, you well, know, yes. in the United States. And I used to teach also in Transylvania, you know, my home country and Sibiu, that's, my, that's the city where I was born in. And so I was teaching um, at the university over there. I came here. I started teaching high school um, and college. And throughout my teaching years, I've noticed that... It's not just one person. Very many people are struggling with self-esteem, with the image. Mm -hmm. And the idea of iPhone, iPad, iTunes, it's always about I, but who am I really? That's the problem. Right. So we started kind of like hiding ourselves, hiding our emotions and fears behind the screen. And really nobody really knows what we are going through. Right, right. And, you know, it's about, I bet CBN kind of works on opening those lines up of communication well we're here to inspire and to motivate there we, we go <laughs> there we go yes we have nine different sections so um, the very first one it's core values which is really dealing with self-esteem and image yeah. and then we have spirituality we have mindfulness we have I happiness the idea of happiness we have education we have relationships and family we have um, passion and business health and fitness and uh, recently we added lifestyle and the youngest person, the youngest editorialist, uh, her name is Victoria Clark. She's only 23 years old and she is in charge of our lifestyle. Oh, good. Yes. Well, that's actually really helpful because someone who is in there Absolutely. in that lifestyle is actually doing it. Absolutely. Right? That's Absolutely. wonderful. Yeah, really good. Um, it, it's beautiful. And I love this uh, photo of you. But we, you know, we had this in, and I think it's such a power it's power and beautiful and you know you can see that you have found yourself doing this you well, know 
I really believe that for all of us, you know, we are going through ups and downs. I yes. think our lives oh, are like are. the stock market, yes. right? Yes, so. they are. Yes. <laughs> so um, everything was very nice and peachy in my life until 2007. And then I had like really three horrible years, starting with um, losing my house, losing money in the stock market. Um, literally, um, my house was broken in, first of all, and my jewelry was stolen. I had the divorce. And then... Um, last but not least, you know, my mom actually got cancer. So after like three horrendous years, you start questioning yourself. Well, you know, what's my purpose here? Do I still have a purpose to begin with? And so I think that whenever you start something, it's kind of like you start with your own self because it's really harder to give advice to others if you didn't work on those issues on your own and on your own self. So first of all, I started kind of like putting myself together. And I said, okay, well, let's see if I can go back to the real aura, aura, the one that was before 2007. So that was a discovery. That was a journey of self-discovery. And after I was done researching about myself and finding out more about my own soul, I pretty much I came into the realization that I can help others as well. Oh. Now, besides teaching, of it's course. It's fascinating though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I would, uh, I, I mean, are you open a little bit to a reading? Would you want oh, one? Yes. Okay, oh, yes. Okay, so we'll start yes. with that. And then if you're you're in queue, uh, we will then look at some callers as well. 323-992-3115. You know, I do, if you don't mind, I, I do feel like your mom wants to step forward a little bit. So are you open absolutely. to that? Are you okay? Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I know you mentioned cancer, but she's also giving me this thing around her stomach. So I feel like she was having some stomach issues or the cancer had reached her stomach. Is that right? Liver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah. I, uh, yeah. But she's also showing me her hands. So I know that she would have like been very expressive with her hands. Mm-hmm. And also, like I don't know, did she clean with her hands or was she a cleaner somehow? Because she keeps showing me she wanting her... She worked in the lab. Okay, yes. thank you. She keeps wanting and clean hands is what absolutely. I kept getting. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I just kept feeling yes, like, yes, 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 I yes, keep yes. feeling like she's saying, watch your germs. And <laughs> Oh, trust me. I really do. I really do. <laughs> but yes. she's showing me this passion for um, almost like wanting to help other people, though. Like this passion, like so in a lab, but I also feel like she really worked on like, how do you make a difference? Let's make a difference or let's do something. Do you, you know what I'm saying? So um, I have to tell you a, a teeny tiny story. So okay. I was five years old and I was going to the German kindergarten in Romania, in Transylvania. And she came and she picked me up and, you know, she took me home and she said, so how was your first day, you know, in a German environment? And I was the only Romanian. And I said, well, it was great. And she said, okay, I really want to tell you something. If one day I'm going to come and pick you up and you're going to be in a corner and kids are going to beat you up. I'm going to take you home and I'm going to beat you up once again because you were not able to stand up for yourself. So she instilled in me this voice of my own and that I really have to find my own voice and find my own road. And she has been such a motivation. And she was my best friend. She was my mom. She was my colleague. She was my really my inspiration. But so was my dad. So I was lucky to have amazing parents. Yeah, she she gives me this feeling, though, of being 
beyond her time, though, because she yes. almost feels like a very modern woman today. Like, I could see her the CEO of a company today. Like, well, I guess like you. <laughs> the two of them, that's so right. You yeah. picked on that. The two of them were so ahead of their time. I mean, especially because I was born and grew up in communist Romania, where parents were, you know, struggling. Yeah. You know, it was not all, you know, a path it, of roses. Right. Yes. And that's it makes me feel like rather than um, submitting to that Absolutely. or, you know, it's almost like they said, no, hold your back up straight, pull your shoulders back and be proud mm -hmm. of who you mm -hmm. are. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then there's also I don't then. Um, I don't know because I wouldn't know the names, but I, the name Olivia or what we would consider Olivia just popped in. I wonder what that would be. Do you understand? Maybe just think about because I know the names are probably different. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's an Olive or an Olivia, but it well, felt like it starts with an O. Wait, you, uh -oh. you are pretty close. So Aurelia, Olivia, Aurelia, right, was her long name. Oh. We used to call her Rika. Oh, yes. I love it. Yes. Oh, that's mm -hmm. very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. thanks because it kept fe feeling like that just popped in. And also, Olivia might be from Olives because my last name is Imbarus, and so it's Greek origin. So my grand-grandparents actually came from Athens. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. But it's also feeling like now dad feels a little more technical to me because mm -hmm. I feel like his hands would, uh, I, I saw more of what I would say a keyboard, not that he's using a keyboard, but I saw someone really kind of either accounting or business or something with a ledger. My, my dad? Mm -hmm. My dad was actually, he worked for the Romanian Airlines and he used his hands a lot because he had so many inventions and so he was yeah know, that's it was correct much smaller items that he would come up with yeah. and then he would implement them you know to literally you know make a difference in the Romanian airlines how amazing yeah I mean, how like I mean, you can see this power force that's behind the scenes for you that that just kind of pushes you and drives you, um, and they feel like both of them feel very well dressed to me. Like they feel like they were they, very well dressed. Yeah, absolutely. They feel like they they really take care of your mom. Is um, I mean, obviously beautiful. I mean, you're oh, beautiful, you're so it's gotta Thank be. You. But <laughs> but I can see her, and I could. I almost feel like she's she's got these high cheekbones cheek or yes. something like yes, that, yes, right? Yes, yes. It's it's they're yes. gorgeous, though. Yes. I love yeah. them, and I do feel like now there is an anniversary coming up. Uh, so I feel like we have an anniversary or birthday coming up. Is that correct? You are very correct. Actually, my dad's birthday was January twenty first. Oh, happy birthday Thank to dad! You. Right? Thank yeah. You. So I. And, and I just, I, I want to share with you this feeling of them being just very proud of you, very excited okay. for you, because I feel like this magazine is amazing, but it almost feels like it's just the beginning. It almost mm -hmm. feels like it's the beginning of this whole other flower that's about to unblossom. <laughs> and I want to talk about, the, they're giving me this feeling that you are writing another book because mm -hmm. they're applauding the second book. Mm -hmm. So I feel like dad really, mom is very close, obviously, but dad loves to give you ideas. He's very... Yes. Um, He's, a he very powerful that. guy, trust me. Yeah, and he's, he's got that scientist mind, mm -hmm, so he's always looking mm -hmm. like how to look at something and, and things like that. But um, Yeah, you're right. But my, I, my first book was actually inspired. Well, unfortunately, it was not necessarily inspired. So I was writing the book because I wanted to show my mom that I'm creating a gift for Aww. her. So uh, before she passed away, I was almost done with the book, so she saw the first manuscript. 
script, the yes. first edits that were done to the book. And then unfortunately, the book was published after she passed away. And so when my dad was still alive, I started the magazine. So when he passed away November 21st, it was 2017. 2016, 16, we are in yeah, already yeah. in 2018, yeah. uh, he already saw the magazine because I started it in June 2016. So somehow the book relates to my mom and somehow the magazine, you it's know, connected the, to dad. Exactly. Isn't it beautiful? Exactly. How amazing. Um, and even more than that, I mean, after I started it, as I told you, you know, the name came after coming back from, you know, John of God from yes. Brazil, you know, see beyond after actually I just looked at the initials SB are the initials of my town cb where i was born in so oh, somehow wow. it's, it's all connected yes, right absolutely it's all connected yes. and i think too um what's what's oh so for anyone who doesn't know i john of god is uh, a healer is a renowned mm -hmm. healer and yes people from all around the world take these voyages to go see him just to be in his presence to get a healing so it's it's quite uh, a powerful transformation. Absolutely. absolutely. So, how about we take a caller? Are you up for that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, do we how about 405? Yeah? Okay. Let's see if we can hear them. Hey 405, this is Colby and Aura. Who is this? Hi, this Hi. is Barbara. Hey Barbara, Hi, how Barbara. you doing? Can you hear me? Okay. Now You're we can. In on, and out on yeah, me. yeah. Can you? Okay. We can good. hear you. How are you? Okay, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. This is a really interesting topic. Oh, well, do you have something you'd like to share with us or have a question that we can help with? I do. I do. And it's so ironic that uh, it happens to be Colby and then the topic of the bullying. But my mm -hmm. granddaughter, um, when she was younger, she she this is now uh, almost five years later, mm -hmm. she uh, had a drowning accident and was actually, um, I mean, we were told that when she came back that it was just nothing short of a miracle. Every doctor and nurse and medical person, um, she had five days where we didn't know if she would be with us again or not. And she tell and she was only five years old and tells this beautiful story of being in heaven and what it was like and that God told her it wasn't her time, which oh. is an unusual terminology for a five year old. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, Honey, what do you mean not your time? And she said, Well, not my time to be there and he told her, and this is what she says, and he told her many things, but that he wanted her to go back, that he wouldn't make her go back, but that he preferred that she did. And she said, I thought I better do what God wanted me to do. So I'll get back. <laughs> wow. And uh, I know, but unfortunately, um, he, he can't tell a five-year-old not to tell their stories. And so the other children made fun of her and said she was lying and making things up. And she wasn't. She told us things that, in fact, she saw my mother, um, who she had never, ever seen in her life. And um, when we were back home, um, a picture fell out of the Bible, and she said, um, where did this picture of my angel come into the house? And I said, what? And she said, this is the angel who was with me in the water. Oh. And it was a picture of my mother. Oh, yeah. wow. That gave me chills. Barbara, what? 
you oh. know, and uh, I'll tell you it what, me too. what wow. an incredible, what an incredible story and testament of your, your granddaughter and what a testament of your daughter. Absolutely. Letting you know that she is around and that she's helping and connecting and communicating. Right. Um, this I is know. like messages from heaven. No, it really. gives me a lot of comfort, but it's sad for her that children pick on her and bully her. We even went so far as to change school, and she she's in a private school. Yeah, I I think it's just you know I think Ara's uh, experience, and and she can maybe share some of her advice, but I think that advice of like. I think, I mean, I don't know. I would encourage your granddaughter not to hide her story. Absolutely. To say it loud and proud. And I think the more she can own that. Yeah. And the more Mm -hmm. she can own that and own that experience, we should not have to diminish our experiences to make other people feel comfortable. Absolutely. Barbara, actually, I I trained with Dr. Brian Weiss, and he's a specialist in past life regression therapy. And he said that, that pretty much life, it's like a school where all grades play together. So very many times, you know, a five years old, it's not going to understand a 12 years old and vice versa. I really believe that she is way more advanced than the other kids. So it's going to be really hard for the others to really understand her. And I think that her being the smartest one, you know, she should really feel free to communicate whatever it's on her mind. And, you know, the right people are always going to come. I really believe that because of our vibes, we do attract our tribes. So the ones that have to come in her life, they will come in her life. And the ones that are really not going to understand her, it doesn't really matter what she's going to say, really. I mean, they will never be on her side. And they don't have to be. You know, in life, you don't have to befriend everybody. It's not like just because we're living in L.A., we are friends with everybody in L.A. Yeah. So we do connect with our own tribes. And the ones who don't understand her are always going to be against her because we are afraid of things we don't know. Yeah, especially, you know. And Barbara, have you taken the time to write down the things she's sharing with you and saying to you? Because it feels like there's a story here. I have. Okay. Okay. I have. They're incredible. And she's almost like a mystical person, and she's very perceptive. And and she even, um, she had not ever, we had not even had a goldfish die. So the mm-hmm. death had not been discussed. You don't really have to talk about that with a five-year-old until it happens. Right. So she had no preconceived ideas of what these experiences would be wow and uh you know one just little things that she she had said i said i was so excited to hear about my mother and i said well what did she say anything to you and she said well and she called me mimi and she said you know mimi they don't move their mouths and speak to each other the way we do right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i I loved how she schooled you on spirit I loved how she schooled you on spirit, Barbara. <laughs> so, Barbara, you know, another idea, <laughs> another idea, you can definitely write this story, you know, for mm-hmm. CB on Magazine. Oh. Because there you go. Look at because, that. Exactly. Because I really believe that, you know, her sharing of what has happened to her through your eyes and your way of selecting the right words, so not only adults, but also kids will really understand the message, is really transgressing all age groups. It's literally for teens, young minds, and young at heart adults. So we would love to have that. 
Oh, what a great idea, Barbara. See? Oh. Yeah, you guys Wonderful. you guys can collaborate at, on, on her story. And I really want to thank you for, you know, calling in and sharing because it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. And, um, you know, and I feel like she is oh, going to be okay. To be, what? To be, I think it was meant to be for me to get... I think it was meant to be for me to get through. My goodness. I, it is. It's absolutely meant. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping uh, you have a beautiful night and wishing you all the best. And please, absolutely. you know, uh, reach out. Go go to cbeonmag.com and, you know, you can email us, cbeonmagazine at gmail.com or just, you know, literally the moment you click, you also see my name and you can just send me directly an email and then I will work with you and I will coach oh. you to write the story. Oh, look at that. What a, what a, you know, and what a, I, I think will. it's a beautiful way to um, share this story and how, think of how many young children mm -hmm. who have gifts that this is going to help. Absolutely. And how many people who've lost a child like you did to mm -hmm. also kind of, share that experience as well and then to kind of get that piece i think through your own granddaughter i mean how incredible right yeah i do exactly. want to also suggest a book that was very very close to my heart it's called dying to be me oh yes and it's by anita morjani so she literally she has an nd experience and she's coming back she's surviving cancer and i think that it's kind of like the message is similar so you will totally understand i mean she's too small but you will totally understand what she's talking it's kind of like decoding it's like a secret message yes yeah, perfect. Dying to be me. Dying okay. to be I me. I have written mm -hmm. that down, and I will contact you also. Absolutely. Thank you both so very much. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, Barbara. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. You so, bye-bye. Bye, so our, our call line, 323-992-3115, 323-992-3115. And if, you know, you want to call in and uh, share an experience mm -hmm. like that or, you know, have a question about an experience or you're dealing with bullying in some way or your child or something, you know, reach out to us and, and we'll take take uh, your, your call mm -hmm. or do Absolutely. our best to take your call. Um so what I, you know, we have this. I don't know if you saw in the news, but this little Gabby, uh, I believe she's in Florida, twelve years mm -hmm, old, and mm -hmm. took her life. And the police are now looking at two students for um, kind of being a part of it or the bullying aspect of it, and 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 along those lines. Have you? No. Okay. I haven't. So, you know, and here's, I, I'll tell you, this is the tricky part. But, uh, you know, and maybe you can shed some mm -hmm, light, absolutely. but. You know, you have one of the students saying, literally, he sent a message saying, if you're going to do it, just do it. Where I wonder where is, is it just that they they don't think someone, I don't think that they're thinking someone will do it. Is, Colby, or, first and foremost, the idea of death and life, you know, to people who are like kids who are 12 years old. I mean, this is like a movie. We've, we've been to way too many movies where people are dying and they're getting shot. So... You know, very many times, you know, kids are running their own lives like being in a movie. So yeah. they don't think that actually it's an irreversible thing. So whenever they write this kind of messages, I really don't believe that they even understand the consequences. The Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's where the parents maybe 
I think, I mean, I'm just kind of, you know, yeah, we teach kids self-esteem, but maybe we have to work with parents to say, Absolutely. this is how you deal with raising a child in this tech technology that of we course. have. I mean, they do have to be monitored. I really believe that nowadays, you know, kids are spending like five, six hours on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or, you know, I think it's way too much. I mean, this is getting out of control. And, you know, in order to monitor them, you really have to actually find some hobbies for them that are going to replace yes. this media addiction. That's a great way you know, to... Where yeah. are kids playing nowadays? We don't have safer streets or we don't even, you know, tell them to go out in the streets and play because we, we have this preconceived idea that it's not safe for them anymore. So right. they grow up in some sort of an environment where they don't believe that they live in a safe place. They yeah. live in a safe society. So they are hiding themselves, you know, behind the screen, behind the computer, behind their phone. And the only way to communicate and it's not face-to-face communication because that's really hard to take right you know you pretty much you have to stand up for whatever you believe in the moment you are going to approach somebody yeah well behind uh screens everybody can be very powerful everybody can be like in control yes it's yeah. a different story when you're face to face yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah it, it's so true i mean and i grew up I was so bullied, horribly, horribly. I had really bad teeth. It was horrible. I mean, I got so bullied for having really bad teeth. And my parents, who had, like, no money, used all their money to get me braces. And then I was teased for having braces. So it was just such a no-win thing. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I would, it was awful. And then... I started to defend myself. I took your mom's advice. Absolutely. And, you know, and it, it made a, it did, it made a big difference. And, but, you know, that was so long ago that, you know, I don't know if it's the answer today, but we, we can give these kids the tools that they need. And um, the power to believe in themselves. And the power. Because, yes. you know, you can always call your parents to school. Absolutely. But how about if they're not going to be there or they cannot come and defend you all the time? Yeah, so well, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's like, yes, of course, you know, you have to teach your kids awareness and kindness. But if the other ones are not going to respond, you have to kind of like teach them, you know what, you have to stand up for whatever you believe in. Yes. And, you know, even if you're going to end up in the dean's office, you know, sorry, Okay, then probably you did make, you know, a point. And the next time, you know, the bullier, it's not going to come and approach you. The next time that person is going to think if he's going to approach you or not. Or maybe he's going to pick on somebody else. Yeah, it's so true. Um, I'll share this. uh, We'll take another caller. I'll share this story. I don't don't know if it's a... You'll have to forgive me. It's probably not a highlight uh, of my life, but I think it just so exemplifies what you're, you're talking about. I had in high school had had a friend, and she was being really bullied uh, by someone who was a couple years older to the point, you know, where we grew up, you would challenge someone to a fight. um, Just kind of how it is. And so this older person was going to beat up my friend. And to the point, my friend didn't come to school that day. She was so afraid and I don't know what happened, but I was like, I'm, I am standing up for my friend. And I just said, you know what? I'll fight you. Absolutely. And I'm yeah. little. Like, you guys, <laughs> I am so 5'3". But such a huge personality. And so I, it's going. I will tell you, I, I mean, I'm not advocating physical force. I'm really not. And, and today oh, I would well. handle something like this different. But I really... 
I schooled that girl. I really did. I really schooled her. Um, and from that point forward, I was never bullied. My friend was never bullied. And again, I'm not, I'm not advocating that that's the way to do it. But at that time, and we're talking that many years ago, when we don't have all the resources and the education behind us, mm -hmm. um, sometimes it was about survival. And it was about saying no more. And no more. And very many kids nowadays are very non-confrontational. Yeah. And well, I because we're taught that way. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, it's like, no, yeah. don't say anything. Just be nice. Absolutely. I mean, be nice, but still in a very firm voice, you know, say what you mean and yes. mean what you say. Doesn't mean that you have to disrespect the other person, but you do have to stand your ground. Abs because yeah. if you are not, nobody else will. And yeah. I remember, you know, my parents, yes, they were called, you know, to the principal because I would defend myself. I would never start a fight, yeah. but I would totally end the fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they will not pick on me anymore. Yeah. And my my mom and my dad would always say, okay, we got a call from the principal. What is this all about? And I said, well, I ended a fight. And they were like, okay, let's make sure that you didn't start the fight. I said, no, I didn't. I could have called you, but it would have been, you know, taking too long. So I took care of myself. You know, you I go. just took care of the problem. Yeah. And so I, I really believe that not being confrontational, that's great, but really standing your grounds and whatever you believe in, that's a different story. Yeah, and, and it's probably what's needed. Absolutely. More of. Uh, how about we take another yes, caller? Absolutely. Okay, how about uh, let's do 484. Okay, 484, you're on with Colby and Ara. Who is this? Hi, Colby, it's Bonnie. Hey, Bonnie, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Nice I'm to like, hear your voice. Sorry for your loss. Oh, thank you. What? Thank you. I appreciate it. But I, I have some amazing stories that I'll share next week. So um, I appreciate okay. that. What good. What can we do for you tonight? Do you have a, a story you want to share or some advice that you need? It, it's just so ironic. I just actually um, went on Facebook. I knew you were on. Um, I just actually got back from our high school. My um, my neighbor's daughter um, played basketball for years, was bullied by one of the girls on the team. She stopped playing basketball because oh. of it. She was cheering tonight, and the girl uh, is on the basketball team mocking her. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so ironic that it's just so sad. Yeah, and addressed a number of times. And how old are they? About how old? They're they're sixteen. You, you know, and that's the shocking been going thing. Going on since like fifth and sixth grade. Yeah, I I think you know, and the fact that you know, first of all, to me, a sixteen year old should not be behaving Absolutely. this way. I mean, by sixteen, someone they should be educated enough to not to absolutely. not do this right yeah this absolutely in, in middle school in general yep. you know bullying is going to happen not so frequently in high school yes and, and it's a you know and it's a shame right. it's like this bully is going to come in and you know does the neighbor's daughter does she want to play basketball or does she well, i mean she has to do what she wants does she oh, want to cheer she does she want she wants to play desperately. I, I yeah. mean, is anybody going to the school and discussing it and, and bringing well, the girl's parents in to say, hey, what, what you know, this needs to be looked at? Yeah, that's what just happened tonight. Okay. There was a game and the, the basketball player was sitting on the bench during the game mocking mm -hmm. the cheerleader who was my, my Yeah, my, the neighbor's my daughter. Neighbor. Yeah. Because she's changed. she's never cheered before. We there's this like we it's a new cheerleading squad. We haven't had cheerleading. She's like I need to do something. 
that way I can still I, be involved in something. Well, I, that's the hobbies you were yeah. talking about. Now, what happens are when we have hobbies or exactly. sports, that that's where the bullying is happening. And I really believe that the moment you don't have much on your plate, then you pay attention to others. You yeah. know, because if your plate is full, you cannot really see what that's others true. are doing. Yes. You know, and it's coming out of envy. You know, when people are going to bully you, it's because they cannot be you. And you also have to understand that. It's like that person who is bullying me, probably it's beneath me. And she's really trying hard to impress me by bullying me. So I really believe that, you know, the girl that she's being bullied, mm. she should just go and say, listen, What's your problem? You know, face to face, because in that way, you're not going to bring the whole shebang, you know, parents. Like, literally, it's like, what's your problem? Let's talk about it. You have yeah. a problem. Let's solve it. How can I deal with this problem? Obviously, you have it. I don't. I'm just responding to your problem. And I just wonder, like, do the parents know? Are the parents involved? I mean, if, I mean you know, maybe the parents aren't aware of the behavior of their own child because I would imagine most parents would be kind Absolutely. of mortified if they saw or heard that their child... I mean, Bonnie, you've got a few children, I know, right? How would you feel yep. if yep. someone came to you and said oh. your child is... Would you not be mortified? Yeah. yeah. I, I would be totally mortified. I had a similar, an incident sort of like that, but not, not, not like that. It's hard to explain, but... Yeah. Oh my gosh, my son was in so much trouble. He made a <laughs> comment that he shouldn't have, but because there's cell phones and things, in, in my yep. time, it would have never gotten out of the room. But you, yeah. yeah, but you, the, you know, you, that he made. but you took care of the situation, oh, he was right? In so much trouble. Yeah, and oh, I, yeah. I think that that's yeah. And so this happened, then, then with these girls, it's happened before. It was cyberbullying. Yeah, the parents did take care of it. Yeah, so they need to just you address know, this. I I agree with our Bonnie. I think it should be addressed head on, face on. Um, and if it not, needs to be with parents, I mean, I do think parents should be aware if their kids are behaving this way uh, because it may help the situation. Absolutely, and bring, and bring but, par parents in. And it's like, yeah. you know, my parents, but your parents, let's sit down and have a discussion. I would, I, I like Ara's idea, though, in this situation of letting the cheerleader, letting her have a voice saying, hey, what the deal? And do it in an environment where she can ask what is the problem. So I hope that helps, Bonnie. I do. <laughs> I hope that helps. And I, I love, it, you know, so crazy that we're having this topic and talking about this today. And then you you really saw it. So, it, you know, thank you again for calling in. I appreciate it. Um, and, Ari, you thank know, you. it no does problem. just show you right here, right now. I mean, this is just a few minutes Absolutely. ago she had this. So it, it's just incredibly frustrating let's yeah. try to do one more call quick. absolutely yes, yes, yes. This, does it <laughs> can i, I stay here for like two more hours i know right <laughs> i know okay so let us do uh what how about number six nine four nine hey nine four nine this is colby and r we're down to the wire who is this i'm jenny hi jenny how are you honey um, I'm good. Um, shocked that I got through, but um, maybe that there's a, a message um, here for me. It's uh, odd that you guys are talking about this bullying thing. Um, just recently in my neighborhood, a little girl uh, took her own life because she was being bullied. Oh. And um, I'm going to, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't even know her, but um, it's been really hard. It's, uh, um, where, I keep thinking about her. Where are you from, honey? Where are you from, Jenny? I'm sorry, what? Um, 
Orange County. Okay. Orange County. You know, uh, you know. Here's the yeah. first of all. Um, you know, the thing is, is, uh, you know, we can all feel for the loss of a young person. Absolutely. Feeling so defeated. I mean, it's not. As an adult, you can feel like you don't have options. You True. you you have life experiences. But as a child, as a young person, True. the amount of resources it must take to decide to end your life to yeah. feel that like you can't do it. It 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 is so tragic, Jenny, and it is so sad and. And I do yeah. appreciate you sharing that mm -hmm. story. And the thing is, is you know, Jenny, d first of all, don't apologize that you're crying because you didn't know her. First of all, she's a child and you're empathizing. Second of all, she's in your community. Third of all, this is just a tragic thing Absolutely. that is happening. Um, Absolutely. Um, or is there anything that, that what can Jen like? Is there anything we could do for Jenny to help her uh, cope with the? Yeah, either cope or help her. What you know? Because I feel like if we feel like we can make a difference, then maybe that will help the cause of this young person's life. I mean, I always say that you know, have just you know a Ooh. nice tea night at your house and invite other neighbors who might have known her and just you know create a legacy for her create the fund you know create some sort of a chat night you know for all the people that might have known her or might have been in a similar situation so you will be able to avoid other future disastrous situations that you know it looks like you know nowadays world it's facing you know on a daily basis yeah and jenny you know i would yeah. you know share your story though share like how you know, I think it's totally okay to post. Absolutely. Hey, I didn't know this girl personally, but this impacts me so personally. This is so sad. Um, because I feel like yeah. the more we can share that, you know? And why do we always have and to I actually, wait for... Like, what, yeah. honey? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead, honey. Um, I, I just was... Um, just so happens that like you know since it is a local community like one of my co-workers actually was really close uh, her daughter was really close with Aww. this other with the girl who took her life mm -hmm. so like I'm, I'm not really connected but like you said you know connected through uh, a connection so I like the idea of kind of doing something in her memory but um, I, just or I could imagine how her parents feel and I just wish that there was like comfort and it's so recent that I know it's going to take time but of like, course, I, them, I don't know, to know but that I think that not, because like, well, the thing mm. is, is I, I feel like you know try to um, you know maybe either have people at the house or do like a bowling, you know, get a little community bowling night, do, do something, but give back to I think giving back to Absolutely. the community or letting the parents. I think too, just letting the parents know, hey, your daughter matters. Your daughter matters. It, it yeah. you know we. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I want to say I do I understand the idea of that maybe the daughter's not in pain anymore but I don't mm. know if this is the answer that young people should be taking um, in order to relieve the pain that they're dealing with it's more I think it's right. more the opposite right. of no way. finding ways to communicate finding finding and, avenues and how right. can but, we actually see the signs before the the final right. round yes. you know and yeah. we shouldn't have like trainings on you know how to spot people trying to commit suicide it's how can we even prevent those things how from can happening? we make a more prevent open it. forum yeah. I think it's making a more open forum absolutely so and that's what we uh, hopefully right. did a little 
little bit here tonight. Jenny, thank you so much for calling in and, and for sharing. Thank and I, I really appreciate it, honey. Thank you, ladies. Bye. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that is uh, the end of our show. Uh, it, I mean, this just, this flew by our, I, <laughs> I, I had, an, you know, I had an amazing time with same you. Same thing here. I, I wish it was a more uplifting topic, but at the same time, it kind of is because you're taking action. You're doing something. You are out there in the trenches helping these young people, like you said, young minds, young mm -hmm. adults find ways to build that self-esteem, find ways to build that self-confidence. If you are out there and you are struggling, mm -hmm. there are hotlines. Please call one. Please reach out. Please vent. Say something because we, we may not always know that you're dealing with pain, but if you can share it with someone, uh, I promise that it will at least open up the channels to, to asking for help. Okay, please. Aura, or, thank you so thank much. You so thank much. you so much, you guys. Uh, See Beyond Magazine, <laughs> there you go. And uh, thank you, everyone. I do, and for anyone who can share and like, and I, much love and gratitude, and have a beautiful night, everybody. I'll see you next week.